When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin and I'm joined by co-host Cody Schultz. It brings me great joy to announce that we're going to be talking about Riverdale again um, on the podcast. It's been so long. It's been 84 years. No, uh, Riverdale season five is back on August 11th. So we're going to break down basically where we left off, what we think is going to happen next and share our thoughts on the ship that everyone wants to happen, uh, Barchi. But first, we finally got some news about the Great British Baking Show and it's coming back this fall. Cody, what do we know? Yeah, so it's it's we know it's coming back for sure with Collection 9 coming this fall to Netflix. We don't know when exactly it's going to be coming. And I think that's all because, like, of course, Netflix gets it from whatever the UK channel it is that, like, runs it. And then I believe the agreement is, like, it comes three or five days after it airs in the UK to Netflix. And so we usually get it on, like, Fridays, I think it is. It drops. So I believe it's a matter of, like, they haven't set the official premiere date, so Netflix can't confirm. But we do know it's coming back. We will be able to enjoy it again this season. I think I assumed, like, I thought it was already, like, a certain thing, but but I guess it was just recently confirmed. And it's one of like a handful of new like baking shows that are going to be coming in these next couple of months for Netflix because they also confirmed Nailed It's coming back for season six on September 15th. We do know that date. They also announced a new show, Baking Impossible, which is like, sounds like it's going to combine a baker with then like an engineer to come up with like these big like cake display things. That one's interesting because I noticed in the release date, it says it's premiering October 6th. But then the finale is October 13th. So I'm wondering if they're doing like the episode batch thing again, like they did with like two out the handle where it's not stretched out like the circle quite as many weeks, but they're doing like episode drops, which is just weird to me, like to do it in the two week format. I don't understand that. Like if you're going to space it out, why not give it like in little breaks like you did with the circle of like three episodes a week or something? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Or just go like full weekly. Like I enjoy, I mean, I would binge watch uh, any season of the Great British Baking Show and I have, but I would watch some of these weekly i think that if they're like that seems interesting i would i would definitely take a flyer on baking impossible i just think it's funny like i want to see how many different combinations of stuff that they can come up with like take like a baker and like a dog and like the dog you have to like (laughs) bake something without like the dog eating the food or something like that just give me like all the things that i like all very wholesome stuff in one episode and like this seems i guess this show though seems like packed with drama because i feel like bakers and engineers probably just think differently a little bit and so conflict which we love right yeah this kind of reminds me of like food network has i think it's buddy versus duff where they do like these right. huge elaborate cakes and they work in engineering parts like all the moving parts so it feels like this could be like their answer to that almost because it's been a success for food network but i'm just all in like anything baking like show stuff like it's just kind of like nice breaks because usually they're shorter you know episodes and shorter seasons so just kind of like nice little weekend binges or like when you're looking for something to watch that you know 
you don't have to like think, watch, or, like pay too, too close attention to. Sometimes it's just nice to have one of those shows. It's just, you can sit down and enjoy a half hour, hour of it. I know we're definitely the, the great British baking. I like the weekly releases for Netflix. Like mm-hmm. it gives us something to talk about. Like every week we're able to like break down the last episode and kind of react to things. And it's nice just like having a show to go through because like you can binge it and it's great. But then it's like, oh crap, I have to wait another like year mm-hmm. for the next season where it kind of spaces it out. And this is one of those shows too, like with scripted stuff, I feel like I want it more. Like I want all the episodes at once, but with some of the reality stuff, like I don't mind having it spaced out and kind of drawn out a bit. Yeah, I agree. It'd be like, I mean, I watched Survivor, but it'd be weird to like have the full season of Survivor all at once for like new episode. It like takes away kind of like the drama where like, yeah, like you mentioned, like a scripted show. I'm just like, press play, turn off the are you still watching and just watch the whole season Um, when I can, at least. Are you ready to talk about Riverdale? Yeah, speaking of shows that we wanted more episodes of and didn't want to wait for. So it is weird with Riverdale because like I watch weekly, but I have to watch on the CW. Same with you. If you live in Canada and I think pretty much anywhere in Europe, some other places, you can watch weekly on Netflix. So that's cool. All right. Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. Ready for an out of the world experience? Look no further than the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped that has just taken off in not only the United States, but in Canada, the UK, all across Europe, Australia, South Africa and in Singapore. Inside the package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker ear and nose trimmer, Crop Preserver deodorant, Crop Reviver toner, Performance Boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your whole solar system. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. So, like I said, Riverdale's back August 11th. It's been a super long time. The last episode that we saw, and I honestly cannot even believe this aired march 31st which feels like might as well have been yeah like a a year ago at this point yeah i was looking at the release date and i'm like it's really been this long like it feels like longer too it almost makes this like season feel like it's gonna be two seasons kind of like what we saw with like teen wolf which is another favorite of ours like how they broke up some of their seasons where they're Mm -hmm. like 10 episodes like and then there'd be like a six month break and then the other 10 episodes would drop and it feels like i'm very curious to see what this next batch of episodes is going to look like because this break's been longer than anything we've ever seen with riverdale like we're used to sure like the little holiday breaks and all that but for the most part like they've never taken such like a long stretch of weeks off in the middle of a season like this and it's still like i'm trying to wrap my mind around the fact that the show's coming back then it's going to be on for like several weeks will come off and then season six will be coming later this year and it's like that's just still crazy to me and i'm still like trying to process like where we left off with everything yeah so i guess where did we leave off so i think the big thing was that like jughead's missing he goes into the bunker he takes his what were they called <laughs> maple mushrooms i think it was maple mushrooms i'm like 90 percent sure something happens tabitha comes back to the bunker jughead's gone there's a trail of blood so that's my big takeaway i'm that's what like i'm wondering where is jughead yeah i feel like there's like it wouldn't be riverdale without like a question mark of what happened to jughead like he's becoming like the go-to <laughs> like what happened to jughead um we definitely left the others in like big question mark areas too of course polly's still missing the the fbi kind of came in in that last episode and like are taking the case like one of the main like branches and all that so they're basically like moving the resources out so betty seems to be like almost going rogue and like is on a mission to find out what happened to uh, Polly. We kind of saw her like in a semi truck as the episode like ended. She's like cocking her gun, sticking it under the 
car and then she like drives off into the night and it's like, oh, what's Betty about to get herself into now? And then, of course, we kind of saw like Archie and Veronica are kind of back on ice thanks to Chad. He kind of, I think it was like, I can't remember what the exact scheme was, but I think it was something like he used Veronica's name or something like her accounts to like embezzle or do something like shady. Uh, I can't remember the specifics. It's been too long. So basically mm-hmm. like that's how he's reeling her back in. Like, you're not going to divorce me because of this. And so it's like, there's the wrench we kept waiting to come back into the Archie and Veronica reunion. And then I think the other like big interesting thing was, of course, Hiram staged his prison break, which kind of opens the door for these characters kind of get out. While he's doing that, Reggie goes and burns down like a large portion of Cheryl's and the Blossom family's Maple Groves. And so it's like, where do we leave? Like that was like the big thing now. I was like, I can't, I think I remember like too, like it ended with like Cheryl, like praying like with her grandma and mom or, or someone else, like praying for like to save the groves. And then like this big windstorm moved in. I think we're going to move into like the supernatural elements, I think more in this season. Because of course, Jughead, when he went on his shroom induced thing was kind of like investigating aliens, right? Like I can't remember yes. what were the names of them. The Mothman. The I've Mothman. not forgot. <laughs> yeah. I remember the, yeah. And it looks like, I mean, the, so there was a tre- teaser trailer released for the second half of the season or whatever. And it looks like there's some stuff definitely with the aliens. The alien stuff is not leaving. It's really weird to me. Like, as you mentioned, kind of, uh, we didn't have like any resolution of anything before this episode. And then we took five months off or three, however, math off. I don't know how long <laughs> we were gone really, but and then we kind of just, it seems like we're jumping back in, like as if this were like a weekly episode, like you had the big cliffhanger with Jughead, you had some stuff with Betty and then Archie Veronica drama there with Chad, but like everything else like that would, I mean, that's kind of like a normal episode of Riverdale. <laughs> like, you know, it wasn't anything like outside of the norm. Like if they released another episode the next week, you would just be like, okay. Like, and so I'm curious, like, are people going to remember what are the ratings going to be like? Um, do people, will people watch? Cause do they even know? Cause this is, we are like way way away from like Riverdale norm now yeah I'm definitely gonna need like that previously on Riverdale recap at the beginning and I'm gonna need it to be like in depth because it's been so long like I said like I'm used to the summer breaks and all that between season but this one I think like you said it just was it didn't feel like like a mid-season finale or even like a season finale so it very much felt like oh the next episode is just be coming next week they did release the synopsis for the mid-season premiere and like even that doesn't really read as like anything major because it basically just teased that after the prison break our she leads like the charge which why are why are we surprised like archie's gonna you know rally up the troops and be the one like trying to rally together and get these prisoners back in jail where they belong and then like the only other teaser really is that like tabitha reaches out to betty when she finds out jughead's missing so it's like even that just seems like a regular synopsis like there's nothing like big or grand there and i'm like what does this mean i'm, I'm just so confused by what's gonna come up in these next couple episodes yeah that's that's interesting i yeah i would expect nothing less than archie to go after the, the the prisoners and try and take them back to the i hope that he has i'm assuming he has like you know bats and like pitchforks and stuff like that now but then i think that's the most interesting part i think is tabitha reaching out to betty's help or for betty's help to kind of find jughead i want to see what that dynamics like you know because i think that tabitha and jughead kind of had kind of have something and so then uh what does that mean for betty and jughead in the future and i guess if there is no bughead then what does that mean overall for barchi yeah it's definitely i'm i don't feel like the show's done a good job of telling us like what happened between jughead and betty between like the break like there's been like little details dropped but it's like how did these characters go from being like so in love with each other like ride or die before like high school ended and so it's going to be curious to see what that 
what it's going to look like moving forward. But it sounds like Barchi, they kind of got put on the back burner before, like we broke for this like long break, but it seems like they're going to rise again. We kind of got a tease. <laughs> Roberto, um, how do you pronounce his last name? I don't want to butcher it. Basically yeah. tease that Betty and Archie's story isn't over and that their relationship is going to deepen as we enter the last stretch of episodes for the season. I'm very curious by like the tease that it's going to be at the end of the season. Cause it almost makes me think like they're going to deal with this whole like Betty Jughead Tabitha stuff. And then Archie's going to be off dealing with the Veronica chat stuff. And then somehow they're going to end up back together in that final stretch. Cause they went really hard on them at the start of the season, just to break them up, say like, I just need you to be friend zoned. And then like, I just feel like there's something big coming. Yeah, that's a, the one of the big questions for me coming back is like, just what does it all mean? I wonder, like, I'm starting to wonder, like, you know, I thought for a long time that Betty and Jughead were in game and I thought that maybe Archie and Verona were end game too. But now I'm starting to wonder if those are not, if they are not end game. And really this has been kind of Betty and Archie's like destiny that we've seen over, I guess it'll be six seasons. If we get a seventh season, what does that mean? Like, it, it seems like that with like the, they brought them together, they break them up it seems like you like you said we're going to deal with this drama with chad and veronica and jughead and then what like if this isn't over then they're going to come back together at some point and then will they stay together that's kind of what i'm thinking now they how many times can they do the will they won't they (laughs) thing though like how many how long can they play it out will it really be played out for like two more full seasons i don't know yeah and the thing is like if if you're familiar with the comics, like I don't remember there mm-hmm. ever being like Betty and Jughead in the comics. Like the love triangle was always Betty, Archie, Veronica. And then Reggie was like the fourth wheel there, kind of like bouncing back and forth. And I, I feel like the show definitely, I think I almost wonder like if when they had that first season, when they started introducing, like playing up the thing, if they didn't really anticipate fans to really love like the Betty and Jughead, like chemistry that really clicked there. And I wonder if like, that's what led them to go that route more than like the Betty, Veronica, Archie kind of love triangle and all that. So I'm curious, like how far, like what's their end game with all that different stuff? Like, is it actually going to be Barchi? Like, was that their end game? And they just kind of like sat it on the back burner for a little bit. Is, you know, Bughead going to be end game for them? I feel like they've kind of been the central couple. And then of course, Jughead, I mean, Archie and Veronica are the other flip end of that coin. But I feel like you said, like, it's got to stop be like the will they want. Like you can have relationship drama, but like the constant, like break them up and all that. Like eventually you've got to just like commit to like one couple and then go from there kind of thing. Yeah. And I, I guess we don't know why like Betty and Jughead broke up, but like we know why Betty and Archie broke up and it wasn't for like a bad reason. It was like for two, it was like for by bad reason. I mean, like there wasn't anything that either of them did wrong. It was just like, I like you too much. Like it, that's kind of what it felt like to me. Right. If I'm remembering right, like Betty was like, I'm just not in a good place for this right now, which is very different than being like, I don't like you anymore, which is kind of what it seems like with the Betty and Jughead stuff, it seems like they don't really like each other anymore. Yeah, it really was. I, I, I think it was almost like she didn't want, it was like a fear of like losing the friendship if the relationship didn't work out. Like, right, meeting, like recognizing right. that she knew and preparing like faces battle, like Polly missing and all that, that she was going to need like that friend and that she didn't want to jeopardize what her and Archie had, like their friendship by taking it to like the next level and all that. And I feel like that is like something that could definitely be revisited. Like, like you said, like they didn't break off on bad terms. It was definitely more of like, I don't want to jeopardize our friendship kind of thing. So it'll be interesting to see what that means. I know 
like looking ahead to speaking of a character we haven't really talked about much is Tony. Uh, I think there's a lot of questions about like, because Vanessa Morgan, of course, was pregnant when the show was filming. There was a lot of questions like how many episodes could she miss? Could like we see Tony disappear for like several episodes? Uh, we don't know exactly how many episodes just yet, but it has been kind of revealed that she will be back pretty early on. It seems like when the season picks back up, which I'm curious if this gap in like filming, like are the right. gap in episodes aired allowed for that at all? Because we know she's going to be back for the musical episode, which they haven't confirmed any details on that yet either. Like, what does that musical episode look like? Because of course it just can't be like a high school play. I mean, I guess it could since they're like all teachers now, but like it'd be awkward if the teachers were performing in the musical. Yeah, they have, they have to do that. They have to do like, we're doing a fundraiser for something at the school. <laughs> the kids aren't going to be in the play. We are. We're the stars. No, that'd be, that sounds hilarious. Yeah, I, I'm excited for Vanessa Morgan to come back because she's kind of taken, or she took at least a, like a huge role in season five at the beginning um, and kind of like led the way because she was like in Riverdale the whole time and that way and everyone else came back. And so she kind of was that like bridge basically to everything that's going on and kind of that like the only one really holding things together until, you know, Archie shows up and then starts all of his football team, fire department, jail, like he's like the dog catcher uh, too. I don't know what he's doing, but yeah, all that stuff. ROTC uh, program. Yeah, all of it. So yeah, I guess this is a, we're in a weird time because like you mentioned, we had this huge break and then we're getting all the episodes of season, the rest of season five, pretty much in a row. I think it sounds like there's nine episodes left, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, so it's kind of been teased. I don't know where it came from, but like Ted Sullivan, who's a Riverdale writer, quoted him saying that the season's going to be 19 episodes, which we're coming back season of episode 11 will be the first one after the break. So yeah, we have nine episodes left. And I'm very curious, like how they're going to space these out, because if they air them weekly, like that can take us into early October, depending on like if there's any breaks in between there. And then the fact that we know season six is still going to be kicking off, I think in late November, that just seems like too small of a break. Like I feel like there's going to have to be maybe a few double episodes where they show like two in a night um, or do something because it just seems like I don't know I'm very curious about this timeline because it's created this long Riverdale drought for fans on like Netflix because like you said like in other countries Mm -hmm. outside of the US they're able to watch Riverdale through Netflix but we don't get it here in the US until what is it seven or eight days after the season ends on the CW and because this season's been stretched out we're waiting for those episodes in season five to finally arrive on Netflix and it's like what does that timeline even look like now? Yeah that's really interesting hopefully they do double episodes i was hoping for a double premiere like you know i thought that maybe we'd get two episodes on august 11th but it doesn't look like we're gonna do that i'm hoping for at least a double finale you know two-part finale something like that because that would trim i mean that any anytime they're gonna double up you're gonna trim a week off and i mean i don't know i would hope that they have everything done and they'll just release everything in in order wednesday is a good night i think for shows like this because you're gonna miss all of the sports that are coming back i mean like i know like there's football on monday too Tuesday, Thursday, I think, um, Sunday, obviously. So, uh, you miss all that stuff because we're just in a weird time. I think we've never seen Riverdale in August and September before. And then, yeah, like you mentioned, season six comes back in November. You want at least a gap. The good news is though, I think that it was revealed that there would be like a five episode arc for the beginning of season six. It'll be like a self-contained story, either a mystery of some kind or something like that. So even if there is like a shorter gap, it won't be like, it won't be like normal. It's not like we're going to leave off on some big cliffhanger in season five, most likely, and then be like, oh, but in three weeks, the season premieres. I don't know. (laughs) It doesn't seem like that's going to happen. It also doesn't give people a lot of time to catch up. I mean, just because we've seen, you know, we'll see nine episodes now, like people, you know, 
fans who are going to watch season six, maybe, but have it have missed season five so far are only have will only have a few weeks to watch all 19 episodes on Netflix before this like, I don't know, cool event that they're doing. So I don't know. I don't know what to how to feel about it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is going to be interesting because if they air without interruption and they do just do one week by my math, that could put us like October 6th as like the finale date with the nine episodes, mm-hmm. considering that it starts August 11th. And then knowing that then if we look the the standard dates to what would be at October 14th, it would come to Netflix, I think that would mean. And so then season yeah. six premieres on the CW on November 16th. So you're talking like, a, like month a month between like when the show could drop on Netflix. Riverdale overload. Yeah, I think it also, you know, my mind starts kind of kicking around and it's like, OK, so we're going to see the first five episodes of season four six before probably Christmas. I think that that sounds right. And then the show is going to come back and we're probably going to have, you know, if it's a 20 episode season, 15 episodes, that's going to bump the season six release date on Netflix back quite a bit, unless they air them, you know, because there's got to be big breaks. There just has to be with the production schedules and all the shows that the CW is holding for mid season. So there's a lot going on, but I guess the the main takeaway is Riverdale is back. We made it. We did it. I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely going to be another batch of episodes to remember it looks like that sounds good and we're gonna find out what's happening with all these aliens so (laughs) oh we're out of time though thanks everyone for listening and uh we'll see you guys at the end of the week you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours activities excursions and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.